Hi, gorgeous souls. Welcome to episode three, how to discover or refine your purpose. And this episode is with me. I'll actually be taking you through some of the things that help me find and then live my purpose. So episode two was all about the journey to living your purpose with Rick. Now, why I wanted to do this episode is you may not be able to get to Rick's retreats right away, and I actually won't be restarting my retreats in Bali until next year. And finding and then living your purpose is a process. It can take some time. So the sooner that you can start, the better, as in now. And the other thing is you'll notice immediately how much more energy and inspiration you have in your day-to-day life when you feel like you're discovering and then living your purpose, and at the very least, centering your life around what you love. So let's get started. So number one, and this is what I actually teach in my retreats, and I want to teach this to you right now. We want to take the pressure off. I believe that we have three purposes, not just one, and that will help you feel less intensity around finding that perfect purpose. You can get started right now. The number one thing I believe is that we have a bigger purpose, and this is usually connected to how we want to make an impact in the world, and that can feel really big, and it might take a little bit more time. But number two is having a purpose around something that you love doing. And then number three, a purpose centered around who you are and how you show up in the world, your gifts, your superpowers, the energy that you bring to anything you do. The beautiful thing about having a purpose around this centered around who you are, it doesn't matter if you're in a job that you don't like right now, or let's say if you are caretaking for, or let's Or let's say that you're caretaking your parent or, or let's say that you're, or let's say that you're taking care of your parents or, or let's say that you're caretaking your parents or let's say that you're taking care of your parents or you're a mother or there's something that maybe. Or let's say that you're taking care of your parents or anything where you feel like it's a a transitory time in your life where you may not feel as connected to your purpose, you can still feel on purpose because of the energy that you're bringing to that circumstance. And that will help you on your way to your, your bigger purpose. All right, so let me give you some examples. Let's go back to the bigger one. And this is sometimes, again, which can what can take a little bit more time. But what you want to be thinking about is, how do I want to make an impact in the world? What do I love doing? For example, I love teaching about business, health, and life design. So my bigger purpose is always going to be centered around that. Now, that did take me time to figure out, but eventually I came to my purpose statement around this. I am a business and lifestyle expert helping humans create lives full of purpose, joy, freedom, and fulfillment. So notice that over time, I figured out what I wanted to do and then how I wanted to impact people. Now, again, that can be a bigger thing that can take time. So just kind of put that to the side, but I wanted to give you an example so that you can be thinking, how do I want to make an impact in the world? What do I love doing? And eventually you will come up with a sentence about what you want to do and the impact that you want to have in the world. 
Now let's move on to number two, because again, remember one, number one can take a little bit of time. It took that time for me too. But number two, let's think about a purpose around something that you love doing. Now, what do you absolutely love doing? For example, I love teaching dance. I love everything dance. So my purpose statement around dance is I am an empowering dance teacher, helping others experience the joy of dance and being in their bodies. So for you, think of something that you love. Is it painting? Is it riding horses? Is it cooking? Is it writing? And you want to develop a little statement just about that. And you can say, for example, I'm an empowering, I'm an inspiring author, helping people X, Y, Z. And that can make you feel even on the way to the bigger thing, I've got a purpose around the thing that I love, or maybe multiple things that you love. And then number three, and this is so important, what do you feel are some of your superpowers about you, of how you show up? Maybe it's spreading good energy. Maybe it is lifting people up, encouraging. Maybe you're resourceful. Maybe you always bring positive energy. Maybe you connect people. And then you want to develop a statement, I am, I spread good energy. I lift people up. I always bring a resourceful mind to the situation, whatever it is for you. But the beautiful thing about this purpose is, as I mentioned before, it doesn't matter what circumstance you are in, you can still feel on purpose because of who you are being in that situation. All right. So these are the three things that, again, I work much more deeply in my retreats, but I wanted to give it to you now so that you can already start thinking about it. What is my bigger purpose? Just sowing the seed. How do I want to make an impact in the world? What do I love doing? Because your purpose is always going to be connected to what you love. And then what is my purpose around who I am as a person that I can bring to any single situation? All right, number two, and this will help you as well. So number one is really kind of big picture. And now let's drill down. Number two, your purpose is always connected to things that you're passionate about, things that you're curious about, and things that make you cry. So if you are seated somewhere, you might be driving, so don't do this if you're driving, but if you're seated somewhere, write down, what am I passionate about? What am I excited about? What am I always, when someone starts talking about it, I'm like, ooh, I want to know more about that. What are things that make you curious? What do you think? Ooh, that is a really interesting thing. I should, I should Google that. I should watch a YouTube video on that. And then finally, what are the things that make you cry? That is always going to give you the clues to what is not only your passion, but your purpose as well. And I love this statement. Follow the thread of your passion, of your curiosity, or your tears. It will always lead you to the next step. Again, follow that thread of your passion, curiosity, or tears. It will always lead you to the next step. This will really help you as well. If you have ever felt, especially with you know where the world's at right now, if you felt down, depressed, listless, or if you've been giving a lot of energy to other people, sometimes we don't even know what it is that we're passionate about. We've spent all our time caring for others, let's say. So what you can do, if you can't remember what I'm passionate about, what I really love, just do this little exercise of what am I curious about? What makes me cry? What do I get enthusiastic about? Let me give you some examples from my life because I think that will help you as well. So the things that I'm passionate about, if I see something, let's see on TV or on the internet or someone is talking or a speaker about health or entrepreneurship or life design or speaking your truth, 
anything like that I'm always interested in. So of course that has become part of my business. What about things that make me curious? Manifestation makes me curious. Quantum physics makes me curious. So that has become part of my purpose as well. And then what are some things that make me cry? Anything around dance, anything around singing. If I watch, you know, So You Think You Can Dance or any of the shows that show people auditioning to be singers, I'm always crying. (laughs) So all those things really give me a clue to what my life needs to be centered around. It's one of the biggest reasons that dance is the center of everything I do because it involves dance and music. And those are two things that always make me cry. All right. So again, your passion and your purpose is always going to be connected to whatever you're excited about, whatever you're curious about, and whatever makes you cry. So always follow that. And I want to actually say one more thing about this. Always follow that thread because you never know where it's going to lead you. So let's say that you have a a curiosity about painting and you're like, oh, I'd like to paint. Go take that painting class because maybe that doesn't end up being the business that you do, but it leads you to your soulmate. And this is what the universe does. This is what, or if you relate to the universe as God, but something that's bigger than ourselves, it leaves us these little clues for us to take the next, next step. And when you follow those threads, it will lead you, even if it's not your purpose and your business, it will lead you to where you're meant to go. It'll connect you to the right person. All right. Number three, look at what you loved when you were little. This can also lead you to one of your three purposes, or at the very least, bring more joy and texture to your life. So for me, of course, I love dancing. I loved horseback riding. I love singing. This is kind of a little fun fact. I used to love Barbie dolls, but not so much the Barbie dolls, but the dressing them up in these like really different outfits and then designing the houses with stuff I would find in my house. Like I would make these amazing things in the houses. And probably if I was to have like another career, it would be a fashion designer or a house designer. Okay, so this is what's really interesting. All these things that you're discovering, they may not be end up being your number one thing that you follow, but it might be courses that you take or maybe something like, who knows, in five years, you might turn around and all of a sudden I'm designing fashion. <laughs> but you want to be really cognizant of these things because even if it doesn't lead you to where you're going to spend most of your time, it's going to give you more texture and joy in your life. All right, so what did you love when you were little? Number four, and this is so huge. I can't tell you how many people that I coach either in my programs or one-on-one that this has been the thing that has stopped them. What you don't want to do is you don't want to worry about how you're going to make money from your purpose when you're trying to figure out your purpose. Because if you think, ooh, I'm interested in this, I love this, but I don't know how I'm going to make money from it, that will stifle you. And that can actually stop you from going forward because your brain can't think of the next step. Well, how am I going to make money from this? When you let go of that and you just focus on what do I love, the way later on will come to make how to make money out of that. So for example, I remember years ago when I actually start, first got started getting into dance, I was told by other people, don't go down that route because how are you going to make money teaching dance? There's not enough money in it initially I listened to that and then a few months later I was like but I love this and then I started teaching dance and it actually became one of the biggest lead sources for me for everything that I do 
Okay, so don't think about, because even if I sat down, like one of the people that I was very close to said, you know, sit down and write down a business plan of how you're going to make money from dance. I never even did that because I was like, oh yeah, maybe I can't make money from dance. And it stopped me from dancing for a couple of months. But then I was like, as I mentioned, no, I, I love dancing. I need to do this. And then the way appeared. So do not think about how you're going to make money right now. Just think about what you love. And I'll give you another example of one of my my students, she loves teaching kids, like absolutely loves tutoring them, but she was worried about how can I make a career out of this? She now knows she can make a huge career out of this. <laughs> and us us that are listening to this, of course, we might think, of course, she can make a career out of that. But when we're in our own thoughts, we can think, how am I going to make a living from this? That's why you don't want to worry about it initially. Just focus on what you love and go towards that and the way will appear. You can find mentors, you can find books, you can find courses that will help you with that. I will help you with that. And then number five, allow your purpose to evolve over time. Number one, there's epics and there's eras to our life. So what I thought my purpose was when I was in my 20s really evolved in my 30s. So I got a lot more into health in my 30s. And then mid-30s, I got a lot more into to big entrepreneurship. Then in my 40s, I started getting more into life design and that morphed into what I teach now and what my my purpose is now. So don't get stuck on what you think your purpose is and this, this is just my purpose. Allow it to evolve over time. And it's why you want to continue to read books, take courses, talk to other people about what their purpose is. We also want to expand our mind to think what is possible. And this is one of the biggest reasons I wanted to do this podcast is so we can hear from other people to to really see what is possible for our own lives, to have way shores. So talk to other people. You know, what is your purpose? Have a dinner conversation with, you know, your family, the guests that you bring, someone that you're going out with, because those conversations will help you articulate your purpose that much more. Now, I'm going to share an exercise that I did that started me along the path to my purpose, and that's going to be the next point. But why I wanted to share that is it helped me get started. Then I went to Rick's retreat and it helped me further my purpose that much more. Then when I needed to up level, I went to another retreat of his. And then every year I'm doing personal development and business retreats. So everything is always getting refined. Then I started my own retreats and then I'm doing other courses. So my purpose is always getting refined so that I can be my best version of myself as I evolve as well. So this is why it's always important to keep growing but most importantly, so that we keep expanding what we think is possible for our lives. When I see other people and what they're doing, that helps me realize, oh my goodness, I can do many different things in my life. All right, then this leads me to number six. And this is a writing exercise that is what actually helped me find my purpose. And I did a blog on it. I'll put it in the show notes. All of Every single time I do a podcast, I'll always put all the show notes in every single resource for you to find easily. But the blog that I shared this in was called How to Find Your Purpose in 30 Minutes or Less. So this is the quickest way to uncover your purpose that I have come across. It's amazing. It's really intense focus and it involves your emotions, but that's exactly why it's so powerful. So I'm going to link to it. It's in my blog. It gives you the whole purpose or the whole process. I know that you might be driving and this is something you definitely have to be writing for. And I actually in the blog take you through my process, what I was thinking, everything and how I arrived to my purpose. 
And this was the one thing. And then from there, of course, it went on and evolved. So I really encourage you to do it. How to find your purpose in 30 minutes or less. It's absolutely incredible. All right. So I hope that helps you start to find, redefine if you already know your purpose (laughs) and really get deeper into your purpose. Because as you know, I think our purpose is the most important thing. It's really what we should be spending the time on, knowing ourselves and knowing what our purpose is. So number one, take the pressure off. You have three purposes, one that's bigger, your impact in the world, one that's connected to what you love, and one that's connected to who you are that you can use at any time, how you show up to any situation. Number two, your purpose is always connected to what you're passionate about, curious about, or what makes you cry. So follow those threads. They will at the very least make your life more colorful more and have more texture what did you love when you were little don't worry about how to make money from your purpose right now just figure out what you love allow your purpose to evolve over time and then do the bonus writing exercise how to find your purpose in 30 minutes or less i hope that helps you and i cannot wait to wait to see you on i hope that is so helpful i will see you on the next episode and have a beautiful day I hope that helps you delve deeper into your purpose. I will see you on the next episode and I hope that was helpful in finding or redefining I hope that was helpful in finding or redefining your purpose. Have a beautiful... I hope that was helpful in discovering or redefining your purpose. As you know, I think it's one of the most important things, if not the most important thing we can spend our time on. Not only... I hope that helps you discover or redefine your purpose. And I hope this episode helped you. I hope this episode helped you discover or redefine your purpose. One of the most important things that we can spend time on. Have a beautiful day, evening, wherever you are in the world. And I'll see you on the next episode. I hope this episode helped you discover. I hope this episode helped you discover or redefine your purpose because I think it's one of the most important things we can spend time on. Have a wonderful day. I hope this episode helped you I hope this episode helped you discover or redefine your purpose. I think it's one of the most important things that we can spend time on. Have a beautiful day, evening, wherever you are in the world, and I will see you on the next episode.